Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Miss Brennan here. Um, I have my wonderful best friend of 17 years, Chris Fee. Um, Chris, say hi to the people. Hey, what's up, y'all? I hope y'all are doing all right out there mm -hmm. with all this happening. Is staying safe, washing your hands, and mm -hmm. also this right now. They say this will be over. In the next couple weeks, so I'm fucking, I'm fucking hope so. so. Okay. Anyway, so you guys, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about. Don't feel worthless. Let me keep it real with you guys. There's a lot of people out there that will say like, oh. Oh, you shouldn't date her because she's this and that and this and that. First of all, you don't judge nobody because of the way they act or whatever. Like I said, Chris and I have been going through this stuff for, for over a decade. So, we practically know where this is going to go. People say all the time, like, oh, you shouldn't be friends with him because he thinks this way. And um, he, he talks that way. Talks and I'm like, whoa, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You're basically saying that he's worthless because the number one thing as us disabled people, we, we get treated less than human. Some of us that that's in wheelchairs, we get treated like as if we can only crawl on all fours, like, like with dogs. And then there's some of us with autism who have a lazy brain and can't really think for themselves. And then you got people like my best friend, Chris here with cerebral palsy and, um, speech impairment, and it's like, oh, he can't talk with the damn, and all that rest of that shit. So, so that's what me and Chris is gonna talk to you guys about. Not feeling worthless. Chris, you guys wanna add any words? Not necessarily feeling worthless, but just feeling like you I'll let you know. It's just ridiculous. It's not a thought. Like I said on the last three shows. It's not a fault we was born like this, okay? So don't let nobody tell you that you're worthless and you're not capable of doing this, you're not capable of doing that. Because at the end of the day, it's all bullshit. Chris is not going to attest to that part. Yeah. I remember my sophomore year. I'll never forget it because me and Chris met what freshman year. It was is that it? We met almost at the end of freshman year. Was that it? I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Chris I'm and I just thinking. met. Was only friends like maybe a few months. I was having um a IEP meeting with my mom, my grandmother, um my administrator, and um. The dumbass IEP teacher I had at the time, I couldn't stand his motherfucking ass. He was one of those dorks that you just want to smack. Because he wanted to say something off, out of character. Who was your IEP at the time? Mr. Rogers. Old bifocals looking ass. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Chris can attest to this because he was there. He, his meeting was in the room next to mine, I think. What? Oh, no. His meeting was down the hall. Uh, I forgot. I don't think we had the... We did. I don't think we had our, our meetings on the same day. 
Yeah, we did. Because remember, your daddy and your sister showed up. Remember? Your daddy and your sister came. Your daddy and your sister. I mean, your sister. Shit, 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 shit. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. No, it was your sister. I meant your sister. I meant your sister. Sorry. I don't think Nicole even showed That's the thing. She didn't. It was just you, the teachers, and that was it. When I turned 18, I didn't need anybody to come to my knees. Honey, I'm talking about sophomore year. That's white letter. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all. So, as I, as the was progressing, everything was going great. Oh, and I, also, I forgot to add, I had my dumbass, uh, Social uh, history teacher, I couldn't stand this motherfucking ass either until we both became cool. Once I got, once I became wrong. So he literally had the audacity. Now my IP teacher said this because my history teacher was just a shot. He was like, "Well, I should bring the tease down this this path. She gonna end up becoming an old maid." Now. Everybody knows that if you're a black person, you know that's the most, offensive, the most offensive thing you can say to anybody. It doesn't matter what stage you're in. Now, Chris, you might end up laughing at me about this, but my grandmother... I laugh at you about anything anyway, so what, what's new? Right. <laughs> so, my grandmother gets up out of her chair, y'all. And I'm not kidding. She damn near took her can and said, you said that one, when you said that about my granddaughter one more time, I'm gonna kick your, I'm gonna kick your fat ass. I was like, Granny! Oh my God. <laughs> I was like. Oh, you must have had, oh, oh, you must have had Mr. Fucking Pregnant as your history teacher at the time. Uh, no, 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 no. I had Mr. Nichols as my history teacher. Um, Mr. Okay. Bifocals as my IP teacher, who my grandmother couldn't really fucking stand, because him and my grandmother really couldn't stand each other. I don't know why, but that 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 that's still a mystery to me to this day. But anyway, I mean, she getting up with her cane, holding like this. Wait, wait, holding it like this. No matter of fact, she had to turn around like this. She said, "You got one more time said about my grandbaby. You hear? And I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna beat the hell out of you." And her flush, she's like this. I'm like. I'm sitting there with my head down. I'm trying not to look at her because it was just too funny. It was just too funny. It was just too funny. And it's like the minute he said that, that kind of pissed her off. And my mom's jaw just dropped. She was like, <gasps> she was like, you don't say that about my baby. I'm like, mom, mom, it's cool. Once I pass and graduate, I ain't gonna see these knuckleheads again. So I don't want, I don't even want to drive over you. She was like, you know what, baby, you right. You right. So I worked hard, studied hard, and all the rest of that stuff. I goofed around later. That that taught me a valuable lesson that day. That was basically telling me, and my mom and my grandmother, and they both sitting there, they basically telling the three of us that I'm worthless. So don't let, don't let another motherfucker make you feel bad because... You're different. Again, y'all, this is ain't y'all fault why we're like this. And Chris and I both say it all the time on shows. We even talk about it in private. 
there are just yeah. some things that you just have to ignore and you just can't respond to it. Everything don't require a response. And that's something I had learned during my junior year in high school. So if you got a person out there and they ain't telling you that you worthless or you'll never amount to anything because which is what happened to me. And I bet Chris bet probably went through that a couple times. Um, don't listen to it. You I've been to odds. Huh? You said what? I said you saw how I went through with all them talking about me and whatever. You saw that. How can I know? It's practically standing there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So if you got a person in your life and they's telling you that you feel worthless, quit kicking it with them. Because when they feel when they fall on hard times and they going through some crap, they're guess who they're gonna go to? The main person that they tease all those years. What? They're just as equally worthless as they say we are. And that's the thing. The people who say that are desperate, control freaks, and nuts. And that's and that's like that's like a narcissist. First of all, motherfucker, don't get mad at me because I'm not, I'm not like the rest of the students. First of all, there's the autism community. There's people with speech impairment. Then there's people with, with hearing problems. Then there's people with, with eye vision problems and stuff like that. Then there's some people with broken legs, broken arms, losing limbs, all the rest of that stuff. People in wheelchairs, people with braces on their legs, all kinds of stuff. First of all, we're not worthless. Whoops. <laughs> so... <laughs> So first of all, we ain't worthless. We just a we're just a, a fat community. All of us, the disabled people, we're just a we're just a bunch of people in the tight knit community who is tired of the bullshit. Let's just keep it real, folks. Like let's yeah. keep let's keep this real. How many of y'all out there got a teacher out there that's saying, "Oh, you're not gonna get it like this way and that way, and you beat the odds anyway"? How many of you got teachers out there like that? And how many of you got got so-called friends that would be smiling and grinning on your face, talking, <laughs> cock and all the rest of that, and then you, and then the motherfuckers talk about you behind your back after five minutes of you walking away? How many of you got actually family members who say they'll support you, and then? They come at you five minutes later, and I talk about my family, so let me let me just get that out the way, y'all. And they say like, "Oh, we support you," and next thing you know, they're talking about you like you shit. It's all about how you do stuff, y'all. You can't worry about that. You really can't. And and if you worry about that sort of shit. You'll never get anywhere in life if you worry about that shit. That's not. And then you're losing your own happiness at the end. You are not worthless and you are not less than a human being. You're just a human being that's going through some shit and you're just trying to figure out a way to deal with it. We all got different ways of coping with, with hell in life. Let, let me just keep it real. Chris and I have been through hell and back with each other in our personal lives and and everything like that. The only reason why our friendship is so strong is because we both know we're always going to be there for each other, no matter what's going on. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're older than me, but still. He's, I'm going to be honest, when we was in school, he was more like a big brother to me anyway. So I, that, that was basically an advantage for me. 
So like I so like me and Chris said in the last show, if y'all got those five good friends that will keep it real with you, won't talk about you, stand up for you, um, make sure you straight and will cuss a motherfucker out for no damn reason, because I've done that myself. <laughs> I've cussed out people just to be funny. Then keep them around. There are plenty of times I would cuss out people for Chris because he was so mad he couldn't even talk straight. I'm like, uh, sweetie, calm down. Why don't you calm down, sit down, cool your face, and get rid of the red redness off the face. And uh, I got this one. <clears throat> I will literally go to people, roast them like I got no sense because everybody knows. You ain't got your sense. Exactly. <laughs> See, Chris is like the you calm, the cool, calm water. I'm more like the raging fire volcano. You, you piss me off one time, I'm gonna erupt on your ass. That's what's gonna happen. I'm more like a volcano. My anger just erupts for no reason. You look like a fucking volcano. You, you're like fucking King Kong with that shit. Shut up. You're so irritating. But yeah. I know you are one of mine. Okay. I got you. Okay. I got you. Okay. So. Don't let nobody tell you that you're worthless because you're not. You are a very one. You 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 are a wonderful person. You can be the most sweetest person in the world. Motherfuckers will hate on you for that. Like my big sister once said to me one time, people will hate on you on your ordinary ass life. She was not that. You could be sitting at home playing with your thumbs, you know, just going a little silly a little bit, and they hate on you for that. Like what? Right now with this damn virus. First of all, they ain't got nothing to hate on because they got to stay at home. Y'all dumb motherfuckers, I swear to God, man. <laughs> so, if somebody's treating you less than you tell me, stand up for yourself. Advocate for yourself, and if it's hard, how someone with you? You know, plenty of times I have to advocate for this dude because motherfuckers won't stop playing. I'll, I'll cuss people out. I've actually fought people. I've gone crazy on folks. Oh, excuse me. I went eight shit. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me refresh my sentence. Um, let's just say I went a little postal, like a little serial killerish kind of thing. And then, and you went ghost that we're not fucking talking about right now. Don't even go there. Because I already know where he was heading with that one, so don't even go there. That's what I said. We're not going to be done well there right now. That's the next show. Right. <laughs> That's going to be next show. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if somebody's telling you that you are a worthless person and they treat you less than a human being, move the hell away from their ass. Because let me tell you something. An angry and a desperate knucklehead ain't worth your time, your energy, or your freedom, amen? Amen. They ain't worth it. There are plenty of times where him and, and where Chris and Norman would get into it and I would have to split the two apart because they ran and go at each other's throats. I mean, I'd be like in between them for one minute and they steady going at each other. You and Norman. You and Norman will get uh, get into it so much I'd have breaking two apart. I mean ridiculous. Yeah. I would have to sit be between them two in class if they was ready to go at each other's throats. I was like, sit down because one of you motherfuckers hit me, it's gonna be a problem. I was like, eh. <laughs> So, well, you know, 
Well, I ain't know why I was. Well, I ain't know why Norman was doing it. He was just doing that shit just to piss us off. And the reason why he couldn't piss us off because by the time he tried to get to that logic, I knocked him upside his head a couple times. Norman was those just those kind of kids that you just want to punch the fuck out of. I'm, I'm just gonna keep it real, okay? He was one of those kids that needs an ass whooping every week, just to prove a point. But anyway. Don't let your family bring you down. If you're doing something each and every day in your life and you're doing what you're supposed to do, taking care of your family, providing for yourself and all the rest of that stuff, then let him hang. And ladies, let me let me let me put this in lamest terms. Stop letting these hating ass females come in your circle, mess up your day. Don't do that. Cause I can't think of how many times I've let a hating ass female and guys pardon my language, but there were plenty of times where I would just get, I would just be cool and I'd be calm, cool, collected. I'd be fine for a whole morning. By the time the afternoon hit, it's like I'm a bitch or something. No! I want to put that my bitch card away. I don't want to pull her out. Ugh. It's like, ugh. Like, honestly. It felt the same thing for you. Don't let these hating ass dudes coming in your, coming, coming in your, coming in your bubble, ruining your day because they want to hate off of you. Don't do that. If they want to hate, let them hate. Because let me tell you something. And, and, and this is why I learned this from a comedian, okay? Calhoun said it best. You need haters because they make you step up your game more. He wasn't lying about that. And Cat Williams is my height, okay? Tell him he taller than what he is. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. I think I was going to see Cat Williams in person once. His behind ain't no taller than me, okay? And I'm only 5'3". Like, get out of here. But anyway, while I'm getting off subject here, don't let nobody tell you that you're worthless because you're not you're not a worthless person. Shush you shush. <laughs> shush you. And nobody's saying of you right now. So shush that. So this uh, uh, excuse me. Now back to what I was saying before I was a really interrupted. Now <laughs> I'm just playing with you, God, dude. Hello, you on the air? <laughs> got a cool with the customers, bro. Oh Jesus. So yeah. So if you got somebody in your circle that's telling you that you're worthless and they treat you less than what you're supposed to be treated like, leave them alone. Sometimes it's just best to do stuff on by yourself. You can't ask no everybody for help, cause everybody ain't gonna support you. I had to learn that from my own damn family. Half of that stuff I did, I did it on my own, and I didn't have no help, and it was horrible. Oh, excuse me. Like, don't put yourself in a position where something else, when when you want to do something, and you got to rely on them to, uh uh If anything, get, get, get like a lawyer or an advocate or somebody to speak for you, and let them do the work. You just kick back and relax and let them talk for you, because you can't always, how should I put this? You can't always say stuff, and then in somebody's business mind, they always get, they get offended. No! And another thing, you business people need to quit getting so damn offended. It ain't, it ain't our fault the way we walk, talk, dress, none of that. It ain't our fault. We're just going through some things. Okay, yes, we shouldn't be dressed like that, but at the end of the day, when you ain't got really got nothing, then that's when motherfuckers want to really turn. I was watching Trading Places last night, and I actually got the tape right here. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. So, I was watching, watching Trading Places. I was watching how Eddie Murphy went from street hustler to a managing executive, and I watched how 
um, Dan Aykroyd was going from managing executive to a poor motherfucker. Now, these two men don't know each other. They bumped into each other the day before they switched. And as far as the Duke brothers go, I'm sorry, but them two knuckleheads is one of the most racist bastards you ever thought of. Now, this is what made me think about Eddie Murphy and Ammonia. Eddie Murphy was really playing a guy that was just that just fell on some hard times. And the reason why I'm saying this is because we all fall on hard times, and when we fall on hard times, we got to know who our real friends are. And, and that's just something I had to learn from the movie. You know what I'm saying? So, by the time Dan Aykroyd became poor, his fiance left him, his, his boy stopped talking to him, his old damn in-laws decided to go ahead and pull a trick and, and kick him out of his house and stuff. Now, that, now, is it just me, y'all, or is that a little fucked up? I mean... In that, that movie... That movie actually gives a good lesson mm-hmm. about being worthless. That's right. Or about feeling worthless. Right. Because this is what. Mm. Oh, Jesus, excuse me. Because this is what I understand. When Dan Aykroyd fell on hard times, he got kicked out of his house, he got fired from his job, and everything. You know, everything was sweet. But. When Eddie Murphy took over, Eddie Murphy like, oh shit, I'm in love. Hello. He got a new house, got a job, all the rest of that stuff. And you know them two scheming ass dude brothers, I can't stand Randolph and Mortimer. They got my nerves. But the thing about it is, is that that movie teaches a lesson about not being worthless. If somebody tells you that you're worthless, you got to do everything you can to say, you know what? I'm not worthless. I'm just like you. I'm just going through some shit right now. And that's what happened with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. It was both men. One was successful, one wasn't. So the thing about this, ain't no telling what Eddie Murphy did before he got poor. Ain't no telling. His character just came in like what, like what, 10, 20 minutes into the movie, kind of? If you want me to put it like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's like, ain't no telling what Eddie Murphy did. It, it, he could have been a lawyer. He could have been like an accountant or something like that, or just, or just somebody who actually owned a business and fell on hard times and lost his business. Ain't no telling what that man went through. He wasn't begging for money just to be funny. He was begging for money because he got tired of being poor. That's the thing. And then we got all that money. He did the right thing, but he accidentally invited his past to the house. No, that's another thing. If your past so-called friends, relationship, and everything else ain't up to par, and they ain't trying to build with you, Chris, amen, and then you just, yep. and then you just invite them, no, sometimes it's just best to leave your past alone and just find some future friends, relationship, whatever, so it, it's just best to go through that, Chris, you want to add anything for the, for the fellas, I already talked about for the ladies, no, not really, I mean... I mean, you want to elaborate on anything I said? It's fine. I ain't going to get offended. <laughs> I'm too well, old to be getting basically offended. basically pretty much said everything for the man and I'm just saying, y'all. Look, everybody. Times are tough as it is. And then, it's not like it's going to keep getting worse. It's going to get better eventually. We just got to learn how to pull together as a community and quit playing. That's the problem. And it's not the fact that you guys don't want to do it. It's just the fact that you ain't motivated. And that's okay. I watch motivational videos every, almost every morning just to keep myself focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, I'm a college student. 
And it's real easy to say, oh, I can get A's and B's on this type of paper and that type of paper. First of all, it ain't that motherfucking easy. You have to really bust your ass in order to get that grade. Because that's what I did. I had to bust my ass. Was it easy? No. Was it hard? Hell yeah. Hardest thing for me to do. Hardest. Annoying? Yeah. Do I regret it? No. Because sometimes you have to you have to push your own self out the way and be like, you know what? I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna make my bo- I'm gonna make my bread and I'm gonna do what the hell I gotta do. I rest when I get all my money straight now. If you if your finances is messed up, do something about it. Don't just sit down and be complaining. Next time you get some money, save. Cause that's what I'm gonna start doing. Sometimes it's just best to take your own advice and apply it to your own life instead of giving your advice to somebody else. No. That was your advice. You had it for free. You do it. So, like I said, that was the thing about trading places. That movie taught a a life lesson about that. And that lesson was worthlessness. See, the only reason why Dan Aykroyd, Donna Michi, and Ralph Bellamy decided to treat him like he was less than human was because he was black. What? But then again, black folks got treated like worse. I'm not saying... Right. But that's also like that movie, um... Oh, what's that movie? With Eddie Murphy. Um, you ain't talking about Norbit, are you? No. Uh, yeah, I figured I'd ask. <laughs> Coming to America. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I don't remember now. Yeah. Oh, I also got that on tape. Yeah, yeah, right. Like like I said, that's like trading places part two. Let me be real with y'all. Coming to America may be funny and it may be hilarious to the point where your stomach gonna hurt. But look at the message behind it. Eddie Murphy went from a a, um, a royal prince to a beggar because he didn't want to. He want people. He wanted people to treat him. They want people to treat him the way they wanted to be treated. And he was just basically spreading the message like, don't be, don't be trying to treat me all nice because I'm royal. And that's something that people don't get. When people get a lot of money from like their businesses or just saving up or just, oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. The go ahead. Real, the real purpose in life isn't to to make people think they're worthless it's to it's to be kind to one another right it's to treat other people with respect it's to help people other people with what they need help with if there's an older person walking across the road go help them if there's a person, um, uh, if there's an older person loading their cars with the grocery, go up and say, may I, would you like some help? Can I help you with that? Or help them into their car or out of their car or just be kind for them. Don't. Don't make them feel worth 
that's that's pretty much what we're trying to say. Exactly. Exactly. If you let them feel worthless, in the end, you're going to feel worthless. You're going to feel like you didn't help anybody. Exactly. And that's what I was saying about, you know, the movie Trading Places. The moral of that story is that it's not the fact that Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy trying to put some stock into it or whatever. You have to pay attention because with that movie, I look at it like this. Because when, when he fell on hard times, his fr- like I said, his friends did still, his fiance broke up with him three days before they wedding, which I think was kind of foul. And, and he was, it was like he was just all over the place. His money was gone. It was like he was, he didn't know what the hell to do. But when Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Ophelia, showed up, she practically taught him how to hustle and stuff like that. So basically, she was trying to teach him that, okay, just because you don't have a job anymore doesn't make you less of a man. And that's what she was trying to, that's what she was trying to teach him. But he wasn't getting it at first. He was steady going on and on and on about, oh, I'm going to get revenge. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. But she was just telling him, like, okay, you can get revenge, but do it the right way. And then yeah. when him, Eddie, him and Eddie Murphy finally met at towards the end of the movie and how he was telling him that the Duke brothers were using them as guinea pigs and betting a dollar, like, <sighs> I'm going to say this as nicely as I can, y'all. And to, to my audience, excuse my language. And also, Father God, please excuse my language because I could be a tad bit crazy with my mouth. Um... Okay, I could be, I be, I could be crazy with my mouth. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, ape shit. Okay, quit giving me a look. God, you irritate. Anyway, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all. That's all the movie was trying to teach. It, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of humor, a lot of comedy in both movies, but the moral story is this: if you treat people like shit. Excuse my French, Lord. If you treat people like like shit, then what happens is when it's your turn, you treat like exactly. I, I couldn't say it better myself. I, I really couldn't. Have. So yeah, like Chris said, don't let nobody make you feel worthless, and don't treat anybody else like they're worthless. Because I, I remember, um, I remember one of my professors when I first started school. He was just, he was asking me, like, he was like, okay, Sabrina, you have autism, right? I was like, yes, sir. He said, I'm going to survey you. What is the number one thing that people love to do besides teasing? What do, what do they also make you, how do they make you feel? I was like, well, the teasing, the bickering, the sneakering, and the, <laughs> and <laughs> look at her, look at her. It made me feel worthless because I felt like I wasn't going to amount to anything. But I was a kid. I, I didn't know what the hell to do. Fresh out of high school, and I'm like, what is this? So, yeah, don't let nobody make you feel worthless because at the end of the damn day, you the one got to take care of you. You can't always, you can't trust nobody. You can't. Because if you keep trusting people, and like me and Chris both said, if you keep trusting people, you're the one that's going to end up screwed. You're going to end up um, screwed over. Not the person that you've been cool with for years and years and years, but the very same person that supposedly supposed to be your family friends or whatever that's the people that's going to turn on you the most and you got to be careful with that you gotta you gotta know who's gonna be your ally and who's gonna be your enemy you know what i'm saying it's kind of like it's kind of like 
I'm going to say maybe the Korean War. Something in between there. North and South Korea hated each other. But when they came together, that's when everything started falling into place. And then everything was gravy. So, so my, my message to y'all is this. Being, feeling worthless is the most horrible feeling you can ever get. But being treated less than human, that's even worse. Because it's, it's, it, it's, it's not just about the teasing, the sneakering, and the laughing. It's not, it's not about that. It's about how people make you feel, and then you the one giving all your energy and your power away. Don't give it. Don't give in to it. You can't keep giving in to the pain and the, and the pain and the suffering. If you give in to it, if you give in to it, that's just gonna make that person tease you all that much more. And then you're gonna end up wanting to fight it. Exactly. And then you're gonna end up wanting to fight. You yeah. can't, you can't give in to what they say. Because let me tell you something. Just because they talk about you, and they pointing at you like this, that means they really talk about their damn self. To be honest, you just gotta look at yourself and be like, why am I even listening to you? And walk away. Yeah. There were yeah. so many people back in high school that I would piss off because they be like, why are you talking like this and blah blah blah. And I'm standing here like, why am I talking to you? And now I be doing this. Phew! Doses. You gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta chuck up the, the deuces. Like Chris Brown be singing one of his songs. I'm choking up the deuces. Exactly. You gotta choke up deuces. Be like, see ya. Yeah. You can't give in to other people's best. You you know how stupid that would make you look? That would make you look like the idiot and the person whose drama was concurring by the time you arrived. Now you got they trash. No! All I'm saying. All I'm saying is this, you guys. We are, we got enough trash in our life. That's bad enough, and then we all trying to clean it up. But the thing about it is, is that if you've got old ass friends who don't want to keep it real with you, I ain't talking about you. That don't want to keep it real with you, don't want to be by your side if you're going through some, if you're going through a hard time. Then this time, leave their ass the fuck alone. Let, I'm just gonna keep it real tonight. I am so sick and tired of people thinking that just because you're going through this and you're going through that, they think they can say whatever the hell they want. First of all, you can't say nothing. You can't, you can't say, you can't tell me nothing. You can't. Because I did not, I did not get this far in age for you to fuck over me. That ain't the, that ain't the, that ain't the problem. You're the problem. But when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, I need to change something about my life because I'm getting a little bit sick of this bullshit. Then you would do everything you can in order to make it. Basically, the moral of the story is this. You gotta, like, take care of you, like Chris be telling me, and you gotta, like, put yourself in a position where you know you're gonna be straight. Financially, emotionally, physically, verbally, spiritually, all that good stuff. If you can get yourself straight now with those categories, oh my God. Ain't no telling how God gonna bless you. Because at the end of the day, the Lord is more than just a burden bearer. He's more like he erases all the bullshit excuse me Jesus. He erases all the bull that's going on in your mind, your soul, body, all that stuff. He erases all that crap because he's trying to tell you you need to start over. I started over so many times I can't even think straight. I mean I'm running out of fingers. I've been starting over for 20 years that's what we've been entertaining this as mug. But sometimes starting over is worth it. You can't always say, oh, I didn't know about hard. this. It may be hard, but if you'll get, you'll 
Right. It's. I'm just off the camera for a second. Um. Just give me one second. I'm just gonna be off the camera. It's not the fact that you. It's not the fact that starting over is the most easiest thing to do because it's hard for everybody. It'll be very hard to start over. Will you be able to achieve it? Of course, because you basically saying to yourself, okay, I'm not feeling this, so I'm going to try something different. Whew. All right. So you basically saying to yourself, I want to try something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you ain't meat on your life and you decide to become a vegan, that's on you. It's not going to always be like this. All Chris, me, all me and Chris are saying is this. Sometimes you got to look at life and be like, you know what? I'm about to beat your ass because you ain't going to sit up here and tell me that my life going to be hard. No, 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 no. I'm trying to get comfortable. You control, you and the Lord control your life. Not the other way around. And not with other people either. Because God will remove so many irritating people out of your life. You're going to be like, hallelujah. I can start over. It's fine. You have more than enough chance to start over. Oops. You have more than enough chance to start over. Will it be will it be easier for you? Hell say no. Of course it won't be easy. Stop listening to people who ain't going through what you're going through, who ain't gonna understand and all the rest of that. Stop listening to people. Especially people who think they know so much about you and they really don't. Cause there were plenty of times me and Chris went through that too. We be going up to people. We be just be having them. We just be having a conversation. Just, just a conversation. And then here come two random motherfuckers on some. What y'all talking about? None of your business. See, this is the thing about the same people. We have our own language. We have our own language that only we understand within each other. It ain't the fact that people who's normal and everything. It doesn't mean that they ain't gonna ever understand it. It's just that they don't care and they don't need to know. So. Our secret language needs to stay inside the disabled community. Don't give them away all the secrets. Because let me tell you something. You give away all the secrets. The, 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 here's what's going to happen. You're going to end up looking like the fuck up dum-dum. While the other person be like, yeah, I got that ass. Ah, no. Don't listen to that bull. Because let me tell you something. You keep, you keep, you keep on taking yourself there. And I'm telling you, you have a fucked up attitude. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So don't believe that. Don't be believing the hype and people are like, oh, I'm gonna be there for you and blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you look around, they ain't there for you. I put my I put people in my I put people in my life in the in the in the form of a cake. There are some people who's been down for me since whatever. And that's where and that's where Chris come in. And then there are some people I mean, yeah, Chris and my family. And then there are some people who's at the second lane. They cool with you, but they can be wishy-washy. They can be cool with you one minute, and then they can be a bitch the next. And then there's yeah. that little third layer. Don't be friends with them. Because the minute you get into a fight, and you trying to win that fight, best believe they're going to 10 times out of 10, they're going to help the other person who's kicking your ass. So sometimes it's just best to do shit by yourself. Don't depend on nobody. Don't depend on nobody but Jesus Christ himself. He's the only person you need to depend on. And he's the only person that you need to lean on. 
It ain't wrong with being yeah. dependent on the Lord. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But don't be don't be so don't be so independent and saying, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. That's a lie. Lies. Lies, I tell you. Lies. Don't listen to people saying, oh, you don't need this, you don't need that. Shut up. Don't tell me what I need, what I don't need. Don't do that. Because that would, that would make, that's an official way of saying you need to get cut. No. Yeah, pretty much. And guys, take care of yourselves. Chris and I are going to get out of here. But understand yeah. this. It's all about how you how you work on your life, and it's all about how you want and willing to do it. Chris, you got any you got any, um, you got any last words before I close up the show? Jesus Christ! <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. My camera's acting a damn asshole right now. Right. Um. <laughs> so, you anything you want to say to the people? Basically, like Sabrina was saying, we're gonna close out the show now. Um, y'all be kind to one another. Treat each, treat each, treat each other with respect. Don't make them feel worthless, because at the end of the day, you're. If you treat them worth, like they're worthless, they're just going to treat you like you're worthless. It's just a never-ending cycle. Right. So and basically, one, so basically, it's like this. What goes around comes around. Amen? Exactly. Exactly. So so just treat each other with respect. Be kind to one another. Most importantly, y'all... <laughs> This time that we're in right now, <laughs> and I know the record when I keep saying this shit, but with this time right now that we're in, most importantly, y'all, be safe. Wash your hands. Stay away from people. Don't go out if you don't have. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're the one. Yeah, got to worry about yourself. Right. And another so, thing. Right. And another thing before I close out the show. Like I said before, stop listening to motherfuckers who think they know everything about you. Who think that you need this and you need that. First of all, I'm like this. There's only two people I listen to. My mama and the Lord. Those are the only two people I listen to. Everybody else? No. You're just a thorn in my ass. You're not going to sit where you're Yeah. There are only three people you need to depend on so that you need to depend on. You, your parents, and God. That's it. Unless you're yeah. in this whole another type of religion, but I ain't knocking that. But anyway. Yeah. So Alright, y'all, well We well, are we're we're out. We uh we gotta go. We kept you long enough. Exactly. But yeah, like I said, man, be safe, be kind to one another. Stay healthy and wash your hands. And watch your ass. Audi. Page. Page. I'm ready when you are, bro. One ear. <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Sabrina Gordon here. And, um, well, also, I also got my partner in my partner in podcast, Chris Finney. Say hi to the people. What's up, everybody? 
How are y'all doing out there? All right. Now, since me and Chris can't hang out like we want to, <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be on this podcast for the next couple next couple of days talking about this disability discrimination. Now, first thing I want to start off is I want really want to talk about this, this this disability discrimination on these jobs. Now, let's be here. Let's be clear here, y'all. And Chris can attest to this. There's there's always that one person you work with that loves to say a little stupid shit about you just to be funny. You know what I'm saying? There's always that one that go to <laughs> and you be irritated as hell. You're doing your job. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to make your little coins. But there's always that one co-worker that's always hating on you. There's always that one that's the hater because you're doing the most work. You know what I'm saying? You're getting them bonuses. And not to mention, you're getting a little extra something in your check. Which I, which I can attest to that because I've had that done to me plenty of times, yo. And Chris can attest to this because he also worked. So, yep. so y'all, let me, let me, let me ask y'all something. What is it with people and coworkers? I mean, with, with coworkers always trying to have that little hating look on the side. I mean, Chris, you got anything to say about this? I mean, what you got for me, bro? I mean, talk to me. Well, it. And I think we touched on this multiple times off air as well. Right. When I, you know my situation when I worked at Walmart. Of course. Two or three, maybe longer than that now. Right, right. When I, when I, for those of you that don't know, and are listening and don't know. I pretty much took one and that, but whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, for those of you that are listening and don't know, I don't drive. I don't have a car or a license. So my way of getting around where I live is the taxi and like I said we talked about this multiple times off air so my only means of transportation where I live is the taxi mm-hmm. and and I told my boss one one weekend that hey you know what I don't have a car and I take the taxi to and from work. And it was uh, Memorial Day weekend or whatever. Well, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but... Long story short. Right. Needless to say, I'm not working there because my manager was an asshole. And... Oh, my God. Yeah. Who doesn't have an asshole for a boss? Let, okay, let's just be real, peoples. There are going to be managers out there that's real cool towards you. And then there's some that like to act like little assholes on the sly just to be funny. And then there are some you might want to end up fighting because they love to, they love to, they love to nitpick whatever you want to do. And then there are some you need to walk away from because you aren't going to end up catching a case. Trust me, oh, yeah. I'm just speaking from experience. I had a dickhead oh, yeah. for a boss. And trust me, he was not my favorite dude to work with trust on this 
I got along bad with my other co-workers than I did with him. And that's sad, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, come, yeah. come on, people. Employers, if you're going to work with people with disabilities, do all of us a favor. Keep your stinking ass comments to yourself. And yeah, another thing, much. will you goofy employers get off of my freaking comments talking about some, oh, you're just being mad because you're being irrational. They ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just talking about experiences. Yes, everybody's experience is different. Everybody had, some people had cool bosses, some had dickheads for bosses. I can attest to this. Because my active bipolar, half the time, he was cool with me one day, and then the next man was something on go right, he, he acts a little bipolar. And I told him, I had to tell him one time, I was like, look, we ain't got time for that. Keep your bipolar in this for when you get home to little wifey and your babies. Don't save that for the work, for the workspace. That's not cool, man. And then here's another thing. We all have to play a part in in working for a company, okay? L let's just keep this real. And it ain't got nothing to do with making the company rich. And it ain't got nothing to do with your boss having a Porsche while you're driving a freaking bucket. It ain't got nothing to do with that. As long as you go in there and do what you're supposed to do and make the coin, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and plus, and Chris also can attest to this, because we've been talking about this multiple times on different shows. And, uh, and let me let me just say this. Okay. To all the to all the managers that are listening and to you guys who have disabilities. Don't let don't let anybody tell you that you're not you're not capable of working if you have a disability. You are. You're you're more than capable of having working while you're on a disability because I've done it. My friend Sabrina obviously done it. Mm-hmm. But don't let your managers tell you exactly that you can't do it. Exactly. Don't, let, don't I I should rephrase that. Oh, go ahead. Don't let don't let the person interviewing you for the job to discourage you and be like, hey, you know what? No, you can't do this because you have that disability. It ain't no. It ain't got nothing to do with disability. You're there to do a job, to get a paycheck, and that's it. And leave. And right, and I want to say something about that too. Chris, you made a very, very good valid point. There are some managers that are just gonna be cool with you. They'll be like, okay, why don't I just explain it to you one more time, but in a way you can understand it. See, that's the kind of now my assistant manager where I was working at Office Depot at the time. One second. Where I was working at Office Depot at the time. He I told him about my disability. Me and him, we we chopped it up. We we was cool, you know what I'm saying? We was woo woo woo. But then there was the head manager I couldn't fucking stand. I couldn't stand his ass. Let me just keep it real. And there were plenty of times I'd, I'd been to Chris about this. I even talk, talked about this to my therapist. I said, first of all, you're not going to tell me what the freak to do when when you want to do it on your time. You got to give me a second. Jesus. Yeah. And then there's just some managers you're going to have to pray for because you're gonna make you, they're going to end up making you catch a case. I'm just saying. Chris, any words? You got the floor. 
I I was <laughs> I was going to say something but I died. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But no, I mean, I'm just reiterating what I said a minute ago. Like, don't don't let the don't let the person that's hiring you or the job do that to you. Don't. That's almost like that. That's that's discrimination on their part, right. like we're talking about tonight. Right. Don't let them do that to you. Exactly. You're worth. You're. You're more. You're worth more than what you'll ever know. And that's what people. That's what the. That's what the people that hires you won't get. That's what, that's what, that's what your coworkers won't get. That you're worth it. You're worth more than what people are telling you. Exactly, I agree. And you know, Chris, that's the best, that's the best saying I've ever heard from somebody with a disability. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um. But yeah, but like I was like I was saying also a minute ago, and like I said on last night's show, don't let anybody make you feel worthless, employer, coworker, or whatever. Don't let nobody make you feel worthless because at the end of the day, when you're trying to do your part in the in, in the company and trying to make yourself earn a couple hundred bucks, because everybody needs a couple hundred bucks, especially from this shitty ass economy we got ever since Donald Dum Dum been in office. But anyway, in the pandemic they were in, yes. We could all use the money. <laughs> God knows I, I do. <laughs> but I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what me and Chris is trying to say is, don't just go there just for the paycheck. No, 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 no. Just go in there, do your job, make your little bread, get your paycheck, take your ass back to the crib. Do not stand around and be talking and all the rest of that, because let me tell you something. The very same ones that's hating on you is going to be the very same ones that's going to be asking you for a job when you own your own business. And to any yeah, disabled entrepreneurs out there, I say great job to you. I'm I'm gonna I'm also I'm trying to work on my computer empire. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who's owning the business like myself, I say let a freaking kudos. That's all I gotta say to that logic. And here's another yeah. thing: don't be the kind of person that when you like own a business or whatever, don't be like one of those kind of people that be shitting on everybody else. If they asking you for a job, just give them a chance. They ain't gotta. Yeah. I mean, they could be a normal acting person. And stay away from the crazies. Weed out the crazies and the bipolars. Let's just... I'm, I'm just saying, broski. I mean, let's just keep this shit with honey here. I know. We, we all know dealt saying. with crazy psychos, crazy we've bipolars. That, we've seen that through high school. Uh, dude, the reason why you went a little stupid... Oh, excuse me, you went postal, excuse me. The only reason why you went postal is because you lost your stepmama. You exempted. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about people who act bipolar for no damn reason. I'm talking about those people that be acting all, and they go, ah! and, you know <laughs> and, all that that and you know the people we're talking about, and you don't even have to say his name on air. Ugh. You know the person we're talking about. I don't want to think about his name right now, it's so irritating. So, for those of you employers that's being cool towards people with disabilities, great job. And the ones who ain't, get it together. Because you're gonna yeah. be asking that same, that very same disabled person to come work for you, 
or excuse me, you're going to promote that person because you're too incompetent or too freaking lazy to do anything. See, that's the problem with most employers. So, I'm going to say this to all my ladies. Chris can say something for the fellas. I'm going to speak this from experience. Ladies, if you have a disability, especially mental or physical one, don't let a male employer make you feel worthless. Don't do it. And when you start going coming to you for like sexual favors and all the rest of that garbage, turn away from it. That ain't nothing but trouble. What yeah. that's doing is that it's just trying to get into your head like, oh, you're a female, I can do this and that to you and blah, 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 and, and yada, yada, yada. Don't fall for that crap, okay? Even if they ask you to go to dinner with them by yourself, just say no. I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. And then that's when you need to turn around and open your own stuff and become more successful than the knucklehead you work for. Because let me tell you something. Not everybody is a prick, and not everybody is an ass either. Chris can attest to this. Because me and him both work during the same time, during the same whatever. All I'm saying is this. If you got a damn boss out there that's acting like a little dick or acting like a little bitch, and then on a period, move a wreck. Don't talk to them. Don't say hi. Don't do nothing. If they on a period and acting all bipolar, move at the rate. I'm talking. I'm talking. I don't care if you're just going up there to pick up your check. If they acting bipolar and they on a, and they on a period or they having on menopause, run away as fast as you can. Take your check, go cash it, and go on back run to the crib. Run back. Exactly. And I'm going to say this to you, female employ employers. Don't get all menopause around the guys who has mental disabilities. Because we ain't that stupid, okay? Us ladies ain't stupid. The guys ain't stupid. We know your game. We know what's up. Yeah. You only hate us because we too damn honest. Ooh, I'm scared. I'm shaking in my boots. Fuck out of here. I'm just saying. So, you female employers that be on a period and acting all menopause ago, you come on men and you all, the next, don't know, don't want to deal with that. If you got to do working for you, just cool it. Keep your anger and your stupid ass comments to yourself because that's how you get hurt and that's how you get stabbed. See, one thing about guys with disabilities, they don't play no games. They are 10 times stronger than you think. So for you female employees who think you can just skip on over to a dude because they work for you, don't think that because that's, that's the most dumbest thing ever. It's, so, it's the most biggest myth you can ever fall for. Female employers get to sleep with their male employees. Lies! Lies! And I already told D'Angelo about his, about his crazy boss. I said, I knew he was gay the minute I walked in the damn door and the way he was looking at me and shit. You think I'm stupid? Hello, I got gay people in my family. Next. And here's another thing. For you gay employers, good thing, good job for being yourselves, but don't get all stupid and try and hit on a straight person and think they go fall for that bullshit. I mean, let's just keep it real. I bet Chris has some employees that probably has some um, co-workers that probably hit on him. And he's like, uh, no. Strictly in the girls. Let's not go there, please. Huh? I said surprisingly, no, I haven't. No, I'm, I'm just saying, in general. I'm just saying, in general. Yeah, no, I know. I know yeah. you haven't, but I'm just saying, in general. <sighs> yeah. I haven't either. 
but I already told all my employees, I already have a dude. Me and him are engaged. Let, let's just keep it like that. You know, just keep me, just keep them off my ass. Just, just a little bit. And here's another thing. If you got somebody working with you and they stealing freaking bubble gum, candy, little combo chips, little stuff like that, say something. Or if you're one of those people that really can't hear real good, write it down. Yeah. And here's another thing. To all your employers that always discriminating people who can't hear or can't see or can't think clearly or, or like my friend Chris here, can't really talk right, don't do that. Don't do that, cause that's that, that that is that is called defamation, and we can slap a lawsuit in your dumb ass for that shit. So you might as well watch yourself, watch it. And the ones who is suing employers because they've been discriminated on the job, good job, good. They deserve a lawsuit because not everybody is all <laughs> and smiles and <laughs> that's something that really want to cut you out. But you have to literally say to yourself. I'm worth doing this job because I'm worth the paycheck they're paying me. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing overtime, do it. That's extra money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But don't work to the point when you kill yourself. I, I had to tell D'Angelo this so many times. Stop working them two jobs to the point where you ain't got time for nothing. But I ain't got yeah. no social life. Yeah. I go to school online. One day don't. it's going to run you ragged and Ugh. you're just going to fucking does oh nuts cause I'm bad I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be real with y'all on something no damn paycheck is worth your health it's not worth it I'm just speaking from experience I felt twice when I was at work there were times I would come to work I would be hurting so bad I couldn't even freaking move but I had to go to work anyway because I need my bread so I can pay my phone bill but, that, but that's beside the point what I'm saying is this don't let nobody take advantage of you and don't be an idiot. If anything, do what you need to do for you. Don't let nobody make you feel worthless because like me and Chris said, at the end of the day, you the one got to earn that paycheck. Y'all already earn that paycheck by just especially the ones that work in retail stores. If you're doing everything you can and you also doing the boss's job, guess what? Guess who's getting those extra benefits? You! Y'all the motherfucker you work for. Let's just keep this shit motherfucker 100. And will you goofy bosses get off of my comments? Tell myself, oh, it ain't like that no more. This ain't the 90s. Ain't got shit to do with it. The players change, boo-boo, but the game stays the same. My best friend taught me that logic, and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about until we left high school. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. I thought he was just saying some stuff just to mess with me. But when I realized what he was talking about, I was like, man, I apologize. And here's another thing. Stop calling autistic people slow and retarded. That's the most offensive... That's the most offensive thing you can say to anyone. I don't give a fuck who you are. Stop saying slow and retarded. We hate that word. Excuse me, those two words. I told the answer one time. I said, you said slow and retarded to me again, we gonna fight. What you mean? What you mean? Slow and retarded are fighting words. Don't say that. That's not funny, and, funny and that's not cool. Is, Go ahead. And the funny thing is, they didn't even—they didn't even have to say it. 
they felt it and we knew what they were going to say before they even said it. I hate that. Don't say that word, those two words. Because to me, slow and retarded are fighting words. You're going to make me hurt yeah. you. And also, to people who have speech impairments, like my best friend here, stop saying people stutter too much. They can't help it. Their motor skills screwed up in the brain. Hello? Yeah. Let's, let's keep it real, employers. Speech imp impairment and cerebral palsy fucks up your motor skills. It does. Me and him have best friends in wheelchairs, for God's sakes. Okay, let's not wrap. Let's not scoop it. Let's not sweep this under the rug. I'm letting it all out tonight. Cause I'm sick of this. These jobs think they're slick. These managers are so bogus they will fire you, and you won't even know it. You could be going there picking up, picking up your check, and that'll be the last one you'll ever earn. And you're looking like, what? I got social security for this shit? Oh no! I get more money sitting on my ass. Yeah. Me and Chris had to learn the hard way. It was hard, but we learned our lesson. Never work for a dick-witted boss who think everything is supposed to be funny. I'm just saying. Chris, any words? Uh, you said you uh, pretty much summed it up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stop saying people with speech impairment stutter too much because they're lying. Stop saying autistic people are slow and retarded. And here's another thing. This goes out to all all the employers who's really discriminating people with physical limitations. Stop doing that. Stop saying they're lazy and they can't get up. First of all, there are a lot of people in wheelchairs that was born with have a, with, with, with their disabilities. I have friends who have cerebral palsy, like Chris here. I have some who have herbs palsy like my best friend Ashley, who's, a, who's actually younger than both of us. We have some who have spina bifida with braces, like my best friend Jarrell. Like, we ain't playing with y'all. Y'all think this is funny. We don't, we don't like y'all, we don't like when we get teased. We hated enough going to school. We hated it. Yeah. I know I did, because there was a couple guys out of punch because they kept calling me slow and retarded. And then there was that one guy Chris had to get me away from because I was getting ready to kill him. He was like, your freedom ain't worth him getting punched in his face. Walk away. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, okay. And I kicked his ass about a, about a decade later. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't play that crap. We don't like getting teased enough as it is. It's bad enough society, society doesn't accept us because we're different. First of all, God didn't make me this way for nothing. God didn't make no mistake with me. I am proud to be an autistic person, and I'm proud to be me. Y'all don't like it? Kick rocks. Yeah. Chris, any words for you? Can I just... Well, let me just say something to what you touched on. We're not different. We're the same as every one of you. We... We we live our lives as much as every one of you guys do. Mm -hmm. But it just takes us longer to learn certain things than you guys. Right, and that's what people ain't understanding. 
that's the problem. They think this, they think being being a disabled person, they think this shit is funny and they think it's a game. I'm sorry. There is no way in the world I would have an autistic person working for me and I'm calling them slow and retarded. No! Yeah. Okay, I'll admit, the disabled people got their own world we live in. It's like we have our own little bubble. I can get that logic. But when it comes to society and how we should act, first of all, if you don't want me, if you don't want me to be myself, then fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not pointing that towards you, but you get my drift. No, I know. I know. Honestly, I'm serious. Y'all like the way we are? Go find somebody else that's just as stupid as you. Maybe you'll be yeah. happy. I'd rather be happy by myself with a puppy and a goldfish with my Bible and the Lord on my side than to be happy with somebody who, who thinks that I'm crazy. Uh, okay, we already crazy. Some of us are already crazy in the head. That, 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 that's, that's a given. There's some of us who would, who would literally... I'm going to be real. People with speech impairments, it does take them 10 to 20 seconds just to get a sentence out, especially when they're pissed off. I can attest to this because I've seen so many situations when this man here, my best friend Chris, literally will cuss out a person and it takes him 10 to 20 seconds just to get a sentence out because he's so pissed, especially when it comes to me. I didn't realize that one time when... Well, that, yeah, that's true. I didn't realize that until one day he was cussing out our old classmate Norman. I didn't realize that until he did that. That was funny. And I wasn't laughing because of Chris. I was laughing because of the way Norman's ass was looking. He had a look on his face like, What? Chris got a mouth? Damn, bitch, you didn't know that? <laughs> Shoot. Die. Like, you didn't even know I had that kind of mouth until we met. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I swear to God. I've seen Chris cuss people out and take some 30 seconds. He'll get, he'll maybe get like, what, Chris, about four or five words out before, by the time you get to the cuss word, you'll be like, mm. Yep. I'd be like, Chris, you stuttering too hard, baby. Calm down. I would have to calm Chris down for a couple days because he would be so mad, especially when it comes to me and the rest of our friends. He gets so mad, I'd be like, dude, just don't say nothing, just breathe. So, like, that's a little nuts. Chris, anything you want to add to that, sweetie? No, no, uh, you are, you are pretty much touched on, on it all. Now, I want to talk about the housing situation. To all you landlords out there who think that just because we on a fixed income, y'all think we can't live by ourselves? First of all, there are plenty of disabled people that are doctors, lawyers, astronauts, uh, what's the other thing I'm thinking about? Judges, dentists, podiatrists, chiropractors, all them other people that study all those type of fields or whatever, they living good. Some of them live in nine, ten bedroom mansions. Some of them just live in one bedroom houses. And that's okay, because all we need is us. Anyway, and I'm just going to be willing to say that. It's hard enough being a disabled person, and you already having some challenges. That's hard enough. 
the last thing we need as a disabled community is normal thinking people coming in thinking they can interrupt our circle we could be friends with each other for years decades whatever and we could be all having having a good time some of us is barbecuing throwing a little house party right here and there chris am i right yeah and then here come you so-called normal thinking or normal talking or just walking on two feet knuckleheads here y'all come in busting up sometimes i'm either way too loud or this and that first of all we're disabled we can't help the way we are we can't help it i'm like this autism for me is just a word okay my little wires are screwed up in my head i can deal with that but what i'm not gonna deal with is a bunch of losers who think everything is supposed to be funny first of all i think the disabled community is the most popular community ever they ever hit the states. I'm gonna be real on that one. That's just my opinion. And for people with speech impairments, like like I said, like my best friend here, stop thinking that just because they can't really get the sentence out, that doesn't mean they're lying. It just means they're trying to figure out a way to picture the words. So, yeah. it's not it's not the fact that oh they started too much. They probably lying. They got nothing to do with it. That means our motor skills is messed up. They can't help the way they are. And I'm just being real on that. And they got nothing to do with the fact that stuttering and having a hard time getting the words out is part of it. No. I knew Chris, he and I had speech impairment before he even said anything. I already knew that. I didn't know about the cerebral palsy part, but that's just beside the point. Oh, yeah. Like I said last night, nobody... I don't really like to tell anybody about that. And for for those of you... um, For those of you that didn't catch... Last night, so when we were talking about disabilities, like Sabrina just said, I've got cerebral palsy, and I, even though it don't show, I know I have it. Other people don't, and. The reason other people don't know that is because I don't like talking about it. And that's okay. Like I said last night's show, I mean, it's nothing to be embarrassed about when you're talking about your disability, but you just don't want to hear these damn words. Oh, you you stutter a lot. Oh, okay. Or if you're somebody with herbs or cerebral palsy, oh, you can't move real good. Or if you have autism, you can't think like the rest of us. First of all, and get those stupid ass myths out of your head. Good. You wouldn't think that you would know that I had cerebral, cerebral palsy because I walk normally. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't walk. Everybody thinks, oh, you got cerebral palsy. You got to walk with a... 
with a limp or whatever. No, some people are born walking differently. Some people are born walking normally that has cerebral palsy like me. Some people are born normally walking normally. And you wouldn't know that that anybody had that if you don't ask. I agree. I agree with you. But the thing about it is, is that, Chris, like me and you was both saying in last night's show, it's got nothing to do with the fact that autism, MS, you know what I'm saying, ALS, you know what I'm saying, cerebral palsy, Earth palsy, or even Parkinson's. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're just human beings just like you. We were just born a little screwed up in, in, in the head. Well, some of us. And then, that's it. First of all, I really want to give a nice little shout out to people in the speech impairment community. Like yourself. You know what I'm saying? I want to give that kind of shout out. Because they're the most strongest, bravest people I know. Because they'll cut you out like this within five minutes and they won't even stutter at all. And I should know, he's done it. He's done it, I've seen it. Let's just keep it real, people. More than once. <laughs> it wasn't just once, honey. You did it once, twice, three times, all types of stuff. It'd be crazy, y'all. I could become... I remember one time I was walking down the hallway in high school. I will never forget this. Um. He talking to a couple people next thing i know he cussing him out and i was just talking to one of our other teachers one of the teachers we had together me and her walking down the hall and i'm like i know that's chris snappy but <gasps> i couldn't even talk it was just crazy how he was just cussing people out i don't know what it was about i never even asked him but it was just Come on, dude. It was sophomore year, for God's sakes. Come on, bro. Yeah, true. I didn't know what that was about. I didn't ask him. I didn't want to take myself there. But at the end of the day, it was just too funny. That's all I got to say. It really does. So it's like, what? It's like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Really? Just like I had to cuss out a couple people when it came to him. I don't know if he remembers this, but I remember back in junior year in high school, I was cussing out two girls because they decided to say, oh, he got speech impairment? Why is he stuttering so much? And I had to click, quick, quickly explain because I had another class at the time. I was like, listen to this. I'm going to make this real plain and clear. The next time you talk about my motherfucking friend, I'm going to beat your asses. You feel me on that? They didn't know where that came from. They was like, whoa, who said that? Now, mind you, I was the shortest kid in my class. Me and a couple of other people. But the thing about it is, it was just funny. Because I guess one of, my, one of our other friends, this is disabled, Hardy, and she must have been cracking up laughing because it was just too hilarious. Because... I don't know what happened the minute I said that. They ran away from me. You're not going to sit up here and talk about my friends. I don't feel, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. That's a way for you to get cut. That's all that is. 
You, you, there's three things you don't mess with. My man, my friends, my family. Well, it's four things. God and my food. You cut, you touch any of those five things, you're getting cut. Like, choo, 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 that makes me sick. Like I said, speech impairment does not mean they started too much. That does not mean that. It just means that their speech is not as good as everybody else's. So they have to like take a couple, they have to take like 10, 20 seconds just to get a sentence out. Especially when they're mad. Yeah. I've seen Chris talk good on a good day and he don't, and, and his speech impairment don't bother him as much. But I've seen the way it bothers him. I've seen that. You see me on my bad days. And for those of you that don't see me, picture me going from zero to like 200 in 1.5 seconds. <laughs> yes, Man. sir. I mean... You've seen it. You've seen it. How, what? Here's the question. What haven't I seen from you? That's the question. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. If you're around anybody who's speech impaired or whatever, if you're around somebody who has a speech problem, don't tease them about it. If anything, help them, because you never know what they're going through. Though you never know. It only makes them pissed off. And, and, (laughs) I kind of figured you had a speech impairment anyway because the first time we met, you know what I'm saying? We first started talking or whatever. I kind of figured that because I could tell by the sound of your voice. I mean, yeah. your pitch, your, sometimes your pitch be all off and all the rest of that. But like I said, yeah. before I get way off subject here, yeah. y'all got to understand something. We go through more hell than anything, and y'all have got to understand that. Well, you celebrities, stop going on Twitter, quit going on Facebook, and quit going to these magazines talking about this disabled yeah. folks. That is pissing me off. I don't like that. It makes me nuts. And stop talking about the yeah. autism community like we don't hear y'all. We ain't stupid. Yeah. Shoot. I don't know if I ever told you this, but um, Tyler has autism. But his is a little worse than mine. It takes him way longer to learn some Our stuff. Tyler? Yeah. Really? And what's crazy is that his mom and my mom are best friends. Well, friends. Nice. Right. <laughs> Tom and I known each other since we was kids, okay? That's how long me and them known each other. Me and him known each other since nursery school. That's how long that's just how long we've been friends. But anyway, but yeah, y'all. Stop talking about the autism community, acting like we ain't got nothing to offer this world, because that's not true. It's not. So to you landlords that don't like to rent to us because we're on a fixed income or we ain't got nothing to offer, you need to stop thinking like that. Because I'm telling you, that's going to get you in trouble and you ain't going to have no tenants. So watch your mouth. Yeah. So if you want to discriminate anybody with a disability, just be ready to have a lawsuit on your hands. Get ready. I've seen so many disabled people sue their landlords because they keep getting discriminated. What is wrong with you people? This yeah. is freaking 2020. This ain't the 90s, this ain't the 80s, 70s, or the 60s. Get your mind out the gutters, okay? And the problem is, the problem is, Damn. you people or you guys that don't have the disabilities always got your mind in the gutters. 
I mean, I'm not saying that we don't, but our mind doesn't go there as often as y'all's mind does. It don't go there at all. Let me just keep it real on that logic. <laughs> we don't. We have our own little bubble and we got our own way of thinking. And you know what? For some of us that's in relationships, myself included, stop dating people who ain't gonna never understand you. Because it took Daniel four months to understand me. Right around the time we started dating. Let me just keep it real. It took Daniel four months to understand me. I said, I'm autistic, so I'm gonna talk to you in a different language since you're not understanding me in English. So I had to lay it to him in, in, in autistic terms. So when he finally understood me, he cut all that shit out. Because like I said, yeah. we gotta take this seriously. And here's another thing. We gotta know that disability laws backwards and forwards, like, a, like the Bible. Because that's like our secondary rule. And and some of us, some of us know the Bible and some of us don't. Right. You know? I agree. I agree. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. And there's a, there's, there's a, a verse, I think there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, Take your time. Uh, <laughs> I know I hate that. I don't even know what to say from the Bible, but it's like, uh, can you come to my head, please? Yeah, like right at the tip of my tongue type stuff. The Bible where it says, don't, don't be mean to your fellow people. Okay. I'm going to put it like this. Don't, don't judge the person you're talking to unless you walk them out in their shoes. I tell people all the time, you don't know what it's like to be autistic. Walk in my shoes for 24 hours. You won't last five minutes. And that's all I got to say to that note. Exactly. Exactly. So, Chris, what would you tell the people who ain't, who ain't speech impaired? What would you tell them? Same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. Just give them time to get their words out. <laughs> exactly. Don't jump to conclusions and always think that you know what they're going to say before they say it. And that, 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 I'll give, go ahead. I, I'll tell you something. Y'all don't know what we're going to say before we say it. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Talk about it. Y'all could, y'all could think y'all know what we're going to say. And then we say a totally different thing than what you're thinking. <laughs> it don't work like that. Nope. Just like with us autistic people, you'll never know what we're thinking unless you ask us first. See, that's what I'm yeah. saying. When you become friends, and this and this is one thing me and Chris had to learn about each other, and I'm not trying to get off topic here, but this is one thing me and him had to learn about each other. We had to, we had to think, you had to go into each other's perspective. We had to step into each other's shoes for a second. He's thinking like, okay, what would I do if I was an autistic person? And I'm thinking also to myself, what would I do if I was a person with cerebral palsy and not to mention speech impaired? What would I do about that? So we had to get into each other's perspectives here. And that's the thing, especially when you're in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, get into the other person's perspective. Don't always be quick to assume that just because they don't think like you do, that it's wrong. That's not cool. 
it only took me and Chris, what, Chris, what, 24 hours before we started understanding each other? What, 24 hours? Not even that? Yeah, pretty much. It took me and Chris a whole day just to get to know each other. Uh, that's all it took. What? I mean, Chris even told me the time. Wh- what did you say to me, Chris, when we met? You really didn't have to say to, to, to say much to me, Sabrina, because I already know. You know what I'm saying? You didn't, I didn't really have to say anything. You just practically knew. Yeah. And there'll be days, there'll be days where I'd see you come, either come on the bus, because we were all the same bus together. Sure. Or come walking in. And you'll be pissed, and I'd be like, don't even say it. I don't. It could be just about somebody that just says some stupid shit to me and I just cuss their ass out. Chris be like, don't even say it. I already know. You ain't got to say nothing. I already know where this is heading. You ain't got to tell me. Yep. So, yeah, if you with, if you're friends with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody, give just just take time to understand each other. That's all I'm saying. It took, like I said, it only took D'Angelo four months to get him to understand me. It only took him four months. Same with me. Well, actually, it only took me three and a half months. <laughs> but it took him a little longer for him to understand what I'm trying to tell him. But that's what I'm saying. Y- y'all don't have to speak in riddles. Just get to the point. Me and Chris would tell our friends this all the time. We'd be like, listen, you ain't got to talk in syllables like Jesus do. And you don't have to talk in riddles or in questions. Get to the point. Yeah. Cause honestly, the disabled community—we're more of can you get to your damn point type thing, so we can go on, so I can go on back to my business. We're not playing. This stuff is not a game to me. I'm not. The reason why I speak on disability so much because I know it's like to be—I know what it's like to be disabled, and motherfuckers act like this is a damn joke. This ain't no joke to me. Yeah. Stop yeah, thinking. Go, go ahead. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> They think they know what it's like, but it, they really don't. And, like, go ahead. And 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 like like you said, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. Right. Walk a mile in our shoes. They let me tell you walk something. Walk a mile in our shoes, and you'll get it. If you don't walk in our shoes, you don't get it. Back the fuck up. No, more like shut the hell up. How about that? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All, all I'm saying is this. And if you're going to be friends with somebody, don't be sitting, because I've seen so many people do this. Do not sit in the background, watch this, other, watch this person get bullied, and you know it ain't right. Don't be a bystander. Say something. Yeah. Because you're going to turn around and that very same person that was bullying, they might fight your ass. So you might want to be careful about being a bystander. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because there are times I had to kick people's asses because of Chris. I'm dead serious. This is, yeah. this is, and I be telling them, like, this is the type of shit I be talking about. And they be teasing him and stuff. I'm saying, he stuttered too much and he ain't no honest person and all that. And there I. Be times, and there will be times where. Where somebody would say that same thing to me in my in front of me, and you've seen it. I almost want 
I almost wanted to fucking punch somebody and we ain't saying no names, but whoever you are, you know who the hell we talking about. We talking about we roasting your dumb ass. Okay? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. But hey y'all, listen, listen y'all. We about to roll on out we about to roll on out of here. Um Well I just remember this guys. If you see a dis- disabled person, be nice to them. Don't talk shit about them. Help them with whatever they need help with. Don't laugh at them. Oh, and don't forget about people who is hard of hearing. That motherfuckers love to take their hearing aids out their ears. Don't forget that either. Please yeah. say something about that. Yeah. Please! Yeah. Please, Chris, say something oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. Like I said, y'all, we out. Uh, remember, remember, y'all, be safe out there. Remember to wash your hands. Distance yourself. Only go out if you necessarily have to. If you don't, please stay home. Be safe. We out. We'll catch you tomorrow, maybe. Right. All right, y'all. We outie. Deuces. Later. Later. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Miss Brennan here. Welcome to the show. Um, today is going to be a special episode. This is dedicated to all the mothers. So, Mama, happy Mother's Day to you. Um, Chris, you want to say hi to anybody out there? Hey everyone, um, just wanted to wish all y'all a very happy Mother's Day. Um, I ain't got, well, my sister, which I just said happy Mother's Day, to a couple hours ago, so, he, I really ain't got no one else to, Wish I had a mother's day, so let's, um, y'all just keep your mom's time today. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I mean, it, there are, I talked about this multiple times, mm-hmm. and you know, you know better than anyone my situation. Um, there will come a time where, where your moms won't be around anymore, and you'll need them and miss them around this, and so just spend them as much time as you can with them uh, on this and, and every month. Day, you don't know when the last time that will be mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. spend time with them. Yeah. Uh, and me? Mm. I'm wishing a happy Mother's Day to 
all of my any all of my sisters that are mothers. You guys have been wonderful moms to your kids this year. So happy Mother's Day to all of my sisters who are now mothers as well. And I also and also want to do another dedication. I um I also want to say happy Mother's Day to my wonderful, wonderful sister in law, Miss Bianca. You have been a tremendous, wonderful female mother figure to my wonderful niece, Miss Hazel, of course. And please hang in there. Please hang in there. Um, I know my brother is going to be okay. So, I'm sorry I'm a little off topic here, everybody. I just... So, but yeah. Happy Mother's Day to my wonderful mother, Miss Bobby Buchanan. Mama, please. You have a wonderful Mother's Day. You have been a great mom to me. These last, these last these last 30 years, I wouldn't have made it without you. You have been the biggest blessing in my life. I don't know if I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for the good Lord. So, Mom, happy Mother's Day. I love you dearly. I, I would not be here. I wouldn't be in my. I wouldn't be in this position today, Mother, if it wasn't for you. I am also doing another one. I'm doing a happy Mother's Day to any. I'm also doing a Mother's Day to anyone who's lost their mom, Chris included. So, happy Mother's Day to the ones who are no longer with us, my granny. Happy Mother's Day to you. Um, it's it's been a long journey, and I know some of you lost your moms and. You really, really want to wish her a happy Mother's Day, but you really can't because she's no longer here with this. So, to all the moms, grandmothers, and whoever lost her age or whatever that's no longer here with us, happy Mother's Day to you as well. Rest, rest in beautiful peace. Rest in peace. You're going it, to, it's my dedication to you guys as well. I want to also say something else. Mother's Day is not just about giving your mom gifts or whatever. It's just also about showing her how much you care about her. How much you appreciate her for, for like, raising you, installing good values and morals inside of you. Because if it wasn't for her bringing you into the wonderful, into this crazy world, and also if it wasn't for the good Lord, mothers wouldn't exist. I'm, I'm just going to keep that real. Um... Mother's Day is also about celebrating and also thanking God that she's even here. Because God can't watch everything, so that's what mothers are for. They're here to help you, guide you, lead you in the right direction, and just making sure you straight. Because they will literally give up their last couple bucks just to make sure you good. So if you got a good mom, don't take her for granted. Because... Like Chris just said before, you never know when she's gonna when she's not gonna be here. You're never gonna know. So just appreciate her while she's here. Appreciate the time with her. Spend time with her. Take her out to dinner. Take her out to like a nice little fancy restaurant. Just just have a good time with her. Just you and your mom. Take That's her it. After this whole pandemic is over. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. Dedicate. Just dedicate your time with her. You know what I'm saying? Just do whatever you can. If you can't do nothing, but pick up the phone and be like, Hey, Mom, happy Mother's Day to you. 
You always had the moms, had mom's day. You know what I'm saying? Just do something. Don't be one of those jerks who don't do nothing for their moms and just act like they don't exist. Unless you have a mama who's, who's a complete, excuse my language, father guy. Excuse my language. Unless you got a mom who's a complete bitch. Let me just keep it real. Don't take her for granted. Because at the end of the day, you, you, she did not have to have us here. Mothers did not have to have us here. Us being here is the choice. It's a choice with them. Because there's a lot of moms who really believe in, there's a lot of moms who believe in abortion, but there's a majority who really don't. I'm going to keep that straight. So if you have a great mom out there who's doing what she's supposed to do, taking care of you, make sure you're straight, do something nice for her. And since we really can't go anywhere during this stupid-ass pandemic, pandemic, and y'all already know who I'm blaming for this. I ain't blaming the Lord. I'm blaming somebody else. He, he knows what I'm talking about. He ain't, he ain't got to say nothing. If anything, cook for her. You know what I'm saying? Make, make her one of her favorite meals. Show her how much you care about her. You know what I'm saying? And to those of you whose moms are no longer with us, may every mother rest in peace who's not with us today. If anything, if you got a sister that you with or whatever, do something nice for her. Cook her dinner or something. You know what I'm saying? Show how much you appreciate her. Or just take out the time and say, sis, I really appreciate you for, for being with me throughout this whole thing. Even though our mom is gone, I want, I want to say a wonderful thanks to you. You have been you have been so good with like my niece, nephew, or whoever whatever you want to say. You know what I'm saying? Just take the time to appreciate the ones you have now. You never know. You never know what type of person that person is, basically. And to all the moms who got awesome kids out there, you know what I'm saying? Spend time with the kids you have now. You never know who you're raising. You never know, cause there's a lot of deadbeat moms out here who don't, who don't do a damn thing for their kids, but always expect something on Mother's Day because they felt like they've been a good mom all year. No, no. Being a mom is more than just, you know what I'm saying. Being a mom is so much more. It's so much more than having a baby. Anybody can make a baby. It takes a real woman or and a real man to raise that child. Don't call yourself a mom if you just pop the baby out and then you give them toys or whatever. That's not what a mom's all about. A mom is about spending time with your kids. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you can just to just to make sure your kids are straight. Even if you have to spend your last hundred dollars just to keep a roof over your kid's head. A mom is somebody who's there for their kids. You know what I'm saying? Instilling morals and values and stuff like that. Not a mom who thinks just because you got a baby, that makes you a mama. Let me tell you something. Just because a dog gives birth doesn't make it a mother. Let me just keep it real. It's not about how you want to slice, dice it, or whatever. It's not about that. Sometimes it's just about appreciating the little stuff that she does. You know what I'm saying? It's about appreciating the little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cooking your meals, doing your laundry, even if you don't fight doing it yourself. It's just the little things you just want to appreciate. I feel like this. Mother's Day is every day. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Because mothers don't have to do the stuff they do just because of whatever. 
treat your mom well, you guys. It's not every day that you get a mom that's so amazing to the point where you can't even think straight. You feel what I'm saying? Take care of her. Because let me say, let me tell you something. This might not last forever. It might not. You never know yet. I don't know what type of program, what type of future the Lord has in store for us. I don't know that. I don't know the answer. Because I don't have that answer. Only he has the answer. Only he does. I don't have that answer. So, happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful moms out there. Take care of your children, kids. Take care of your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, being a mother takes way more than popping a baby out of you. It takes way more than that. You know what I'm saying? It takes way more than that. You have to fight. You have to protect. You have to do anything you can to protect your baby out there. You know what I'm saying? Do anything you can. And to all the single fathers out there who ain't with the mother of that child, but you raising the child anyway, same thing to you guys. Happy Holy Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? So just take care of yourselves, you know? And moms, don't forget that the number one priority besides your children is you. Just because you had this my babies or whatever, it doesn't mean you can't stop taking care of yourself. You still got to be okay. You are the main one that, that has to make sure you're straight. You know what I'm saying? Even if that means a kid got to buy maybe two, three gifts just specifically for you. So moms, keep shining today. Because let me tell y'all something. Y'all are the biggest blessing. In a kid's life. The biggest blessing. You know what I'm saying? And like I said to all the moms who's resting in peace. Because of some illness they went through. Rest in wonderful peace. Because your kids did not deserve losing you. They didn't deserve it. So. um, Like I said. A mom is more. A mom is more. Than just the person who's pregnant with you popping you out and all that. They more than that. A real mother stands by her child in everything, no matter what's going on, and will correct that child if the child is wrong. And everything like that. Take care of yourselves, you know what I'm saying? And just make it about, make it, make it the special times. Okay, y'all remember just the bad times. Cause let me tell y'all something. Not every mother is a bad is a bad person. Not every mom is a bad person. So, like I said, do what you can to make your mom happy. Do whatever you can. Do whatever you can to make her happy. I'm not saying. I'm not saying do everything on a whim and then you tired out. I didn't say that. Because the Bible specifically states it. Honor thy mother and father for your days on this earth will be longer. And if you do that, I'm telling you, God will put a big, the biggest blessing on your life. You can, be, you can live to be a thousand years old and you won't even know your last name. Take care of yourselves, y'all. Stay true to yourselves. Moms, if you are the sweetest person out there, please stay true to yourself. Don't you ever let nobody make you step out of character, especially these jealous-ass females. Don't let them make you step out your character. 
Because let me tell you something. You give your power away, you're the only one who's going to be upset, and everyone's going to be happy with feeling with all it. No. Don't you ever give your power away, and don't ever let another bitch see you sweat. Let me just keep it real. So to all my aunties, and, to, and, and of course, like I said, to my wonderful mother, Mom, I love you very much. Happy Mother's Day. So, I'm sorry my show is short today. It's just, I'm just going through some stuff. So, like I said, take care of yourselves. Do what you got to do to make it right. Chris, is there anything you want to add before I close out? Nope. Nope. You uh, spread it all, man. I mean, is there is there anybody? Mother, it, and, hey. Was there anybody you want to say Happy Mother's Day to? Like an aunt or something? Was there anybody you want to have a mom's day to? Um, like a grandmother or something? Was there anybody you want to say anything to? Well, like I said, the show's I, about mothers. Well, a year ago, yeah, maybe a year ago, um, mm-hmm. my friend had her seven-year-old or six-year-old died from asthma. And I just want to say a very happy Mother's Day to that friend. Okay. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all be safe out there. Um, like I always said, be safe. Wash your hands. We'll get through this. We're almost Done. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel here. So, yeah, me too. So, be safe. Happy Mother's Day to all of the wonderful mothers out there. And we'll talk again soon. I will be back on the air this week Friday. Check in this week Friday at around 7 or 8 o'clock at night. I love you guys. Thank you for supporting my show. This is the autistic activist saying... Have a very good night, and I'm out. See ya.